Good morning and welcome to day 32 of Lenten Prayer with St. Cuthbert. Today in the life of the Church we remember the Annunciation, when the angel Gabriel visited the Virgin Mary, and she welcomed truth into her womb. Let us pray. I weave a silence onto my lips. I weave a silence into my mind. I weave a silence within my heart. I close my ears to distractions. I close my eyes to attractions. I close my heart to temptation. Calm me, O Lord, as you still the storm. Still me, O Lord, keep me from harm. Let all the tumult within me cease. Enfold me, Lord, in your unending peace. Amen. The psalm this morning is Psalm 62. On God alone my soul in stillness waits. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation. My stronghold so that I shall never be shaken. How long will all of you assail me to destroy me? As you would a tottering wall or a leaning fence. They plot only to thrust me down from my place of honour. Lies are their chief delight. They bless with their mouth, but in their heart they curse. Wait on God alone in stillness, O my soul. For in him is my hope. He alone is my rock and my salvation my stronghold, so that I shall not be shaken. In God is my strength and my glory. God is my strong rock, in him is my refuge. Put your trust in him always, my people. Pour out your hearts before him, for God is our refuge. The peoples are but a breath, the whole human race a deceit. On the scales they are altogether lighter than air. Put no trust in oppression, in robbery take no empty pride. Though wealth increase, set not your heart upon it. God spoke once, and twice have I heard the same, that power belongs to God. Steadfast love belongs to you, O Lord. For you repay everyone according to their deeds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. O oh God, teach us to seek security, not in money or theft, not in human ambition or malice, not in our own ability or power, but in you, the only God, our rock 
and our salvation. Amen. The Gospel reading begins in Luke chapter 17 at verse 20. Being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus answered them, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed. Nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. And he said to his disciples, The days are coming when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. And they will say, Look there, or Look here. Do not go out or follow them. For as the lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking and marrying and being given in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But on the day when Lot went out from Sodom, fire and sulphur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. So will it be on the day when the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, let one who is on the housetop with his goods in the house not come down to take them away. And likewise, let the one who is in the field not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will keep it. I tell you, in that night there will be two in one bed. One will be taken, the other left. There will be two women grinding together. One will be taken, the other left. And they said to him, Where, Lord? He said to them, Where the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. And he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but afterwards he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice, so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to his elect, who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. 
the Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Here ends the Gospel reading. O spring in the desert, O shelter from the heat, O light in the darkness, O guide for the feet, O joy in our sadness, O support for the weak, O Lord, with us always, your presence we seek. Amen. Chapter 32 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert Once, when this most holy shepherd of the Lord's flock was doing the round of his sheepfolds, he came into a rough mountain area whither many had gathered from the scattered villages to be confirmed. Now there was no church, nor even a place in the mountains fit to receive a bishop and his retinue. So the people put up tents for him, while for themselves they made huts of felled branches as best they could. Cuthbert preached twice to the milling crowds, and brought down the grace of the Holy Spirit by imposition of hands on those newly regenerated in Christ. In the middle of the ceremonies, some women appeared, bringing in on a litter a youth all wasted away by a long, nagging disease. They laid him down at the edge of the wood and sent to Cuthbert to ask permission to bring him forward for a blessing. When the youth had been brought in, Cuthbert saw how gravely ill he was, and bade everyone move farther off. He had recourse to his usual armoury, prayer, gave a blessing, and drove away the disease for which the doctors, despite their skill in concocting medicines, had been unable to devise a cure. The youth regained his strength, stood up, and gave thanks to God, and went back home with the women who had brought him. And so it came to pass that he who had been carried in prostrate by sorrowing women walked home hale and hearty amid their rejoicings. We come to our intercessions. Let us pray for the world. We give thanks, O God, for all that is good, within us, between us, and around us, for the beauty of the sky's constellations, for the patterns of kindness and creativity among people, for generosities that shine in human lives, all these things conceived by your wisdom. 
and from the beginning brought forth in love. We give thanks that life has flowed from you, and to you returns, that we are born not of mere chance, to pass like traces of a cloud, but to share in the eternity of your life, and that the world is ruled not by earth's elements and heaven's stars, but by the wisdom and greatness that created them. Protect us, and all people, O God, from destructive forces within and without, from powers that see no meaning beyond possessing and enjoying, and grant us eyes to discern the great spirits of our time, in whom love and wisdom are found, so that as we seek new beginnings for ourselves and for our world, we may be guided by their understanding and by their hope. Amen. The Collect. This is an Anglo-Saxon prayer. Eternal and almighty God, the creator and recreator of human nature, by the humanity which your only begotten Son assumed within the womb of the Holy Virgin, look with favour upon us as we welcome the incarnation of your Son. May we be worthy to be numbered among the members of his body, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And finally, a prayer for ourselves. This is a prayer of St. Bede's. I beseech you, merciful Jesus, that as you have graciously permitted me to drink sweetly from your word, which tells of you, to allow me in your goodness to come at last to you, the fountain of wisdom, that I may stand before your face for ever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.